Welcome to the 6am club. The 6am club when early birds are just starting their day or when strippers are finally leaving work. Hi, I'm Gemma Rose. Join me on my drive home after work listen to my tales from the night and other wider industry issues we face as strippers. Hello all, this is my first ever episode of the 6am club. I'm super delighted to be doing this. Thank you for keeping me company on my drive home tonight. So tonight was a pretty rough night, but it did turn out okay in the end. There were definitely some interesting encounters I had tonight uh, that I thought I would share with you. There was this group of friends I approached who were among the 3am crowd. They are my least favourite types of people. They are folks who we get piling into our club after all the other nightclubs shut and they're typically social drinkers. So it's often difficult to try and get dances from these types. It can be possible, but it mostly just feels like banging your head against a brick wall. <laughs> and. So there's this group of lads and I'm like, hey, let's maybe give these guys a try. Why not? My number one rule when I'm working is to try everybody, even if that is a five or 10 second interaction of, hi, would you like a dance? You know, if you think somebody is very unlikely to go for a dance, no matter how much effort you put in, that one-liner could completely change your night. I don't like, I don't feel like my complaining that nobody wants to go for a dance is justified if I haven't even tried. So that's definitely a good tip. So I'm trying these lot and it's not looking very hopeful. Two out of the three lads had just come back from a dance and they were like, no more thank you but I've keyed in on one guy who seemed particularly weak. I've honed that skill over my five years of doing this job for sure. And not just like, oh no, I can't, you're too beautiful, blah, blah. But also the ones who are willing to put their money where their mouth is. That's a really difficult skill to develop but I can definitely sense that I can get money out of this guy if I try hard enough. Surely, surely I can. So, you know, I'm pulling out all the stops. He won't even look at me in the eye, which is when you know you're onto something. And not because he's wasted, but because if he looks at me, he will say yes. I don't like giving too much away for free and I really hate it when customers are ogling at you like a zoo animal, but I am doing my twirl so he can see my ass, which he seems so captivated by. 
I know this will just clinch the sale. After about 10 to 15 minutes of me grafting so hard, my antics finally pay off alongside a healthy dose of peer pressure from his friends. He caved and we go off for our 15 minute VIP. He says he can't afford more than that, but I know full well he can. No worries, I can work on him more once we're alone together in a room. And to be honest, I'm amazed I've even got this far. Sometimes it's better to work at a quicker pace to get around people that time of night. So I'm glad the time investment risk paid off for me in this particular case. We go upstairs, we go to pay for the VIP and it's upselling time. I push again for that half hour. Let's go for half hour instead of 15 minutes. And after some convincing saying, you know, you get double the time and it's 10 pounds less. You know, we get a nicer room and 15 minutes just goes by so quickly, babe. Surely you want the extra 15 to make it a nice half hour. Then we've got some really good time together and that would be great. He gives in. He's weak. He says yes. I'm like, fuck yeah. So we head into the room, get sat down and he is all about the ass. <laughs> He wants it bumping and grinding. He wants it shaking. He wants the works. <laughs> and verbatim, he goes, No, no shit, motherfucker, no. Like, he is just loving life so hard at the minute. In this moment, he's coming out with all a flurry of curse words and it's just fucking hilarious he just keeps knowing in a good way like he he needs to wash his eyes out with holy water because of the level of explicitness he is getting and just how much he is enjoying it but kind of he's hiding himself at the same time <laughs> it's very funny to watch when people have that kind of extreme reaction because they're loving it so much. Like, how am I even able to watch this and get this? Yeah, that was just a fantastic dance and super funny. It's wonderful to dance with people who have that kind of reaction or any kind of appreciation. Really, it's horrible when you get people who, you know, they're rude or they're entitled or they're just disappointed because they thought they could go up there and fuck you which i always find bizarre like you know in the uk if a stripper tells you that you're gonna go upstairs and fuck it 99.9 percent .9 is not gonna happen it's not a tactic i tend to use in my sales anyway i don't like the dishonest nature of it and then feeling super awkward once you're in the room absolutely zero judgment to dancers who hustle like this by the way but it's just not for me i do like to be ambiguous at times but it's rare that i will just outright lie you get people that are so rude 
whether that's in a sales pitch or when you're interacting with someone before, during, after a dance, it's never nice if someone's not having a good time with you. And uh, there was this particular guy tonight who, actually I think he was in the same group as the arse guy, but essentially the first thing he said to me, the first thing he said to me was, what can I do to you in a 15 minute VIP? Which is so fucking rude. Like, no hello? No? Really limited small talk is fine, you know, like, it's totally acceptable to go up to a dancer and say, hey, I'd love to dance with you, can we go please? They're my favourite, they're my absolute favourite. But manners cost absolutely nothing, and what can I do to you? What do I get? What can I do? Because you are an object to me right now. It's so fucking rude. It's like, actually, excuse me, sir. I'm not going to allow you to do anything to me in a 15-minute VIP because you are so fucking rude. Top tip for clients, if you are interested in getting some extras, and that can come in a form of a, a variety of things, please be aware that number one, dancers may not be willing to offer you that and you should be cool with that. Like boundaries, consent, everything like that. But the best way to get anything extra out of your dancer is to treat them like a fucking human and be polite about it and offer money. It doesn't take much to just not be like that and the attitude on this guy, he thought it was all so hilarious. It was his first time in a strip club. He was running around pretending to be a baller, but he was actually a broke boy. And he just, I, I don't know. I'm just like the audacity of this guy. Why are you still talking to me? Please stop talking to me. You're wasting my time. You're being so rude to me right now. There is not a single world in which I would ever shag you. I'm so, so sorry. You are talking to the wrong person. But yeah, it was his first time in a strip place and he thinks we get to shag. And I'm like, no, this is not a brothel. P.S. I appreciate that might come across as really whorephobic. I definitely don't mean it in this way, nor am I distancing myself um, from that type of sex work, but it does seem to be the only way I can even have a chance to communicate this to clients. And like, if you want full service services, seek a full service sex worker. Like, there's no shame in that at all. I will be the first one to volunteer. A number of friends I can get you in contact with. There's a brothel that's just down the road. Let me point you out to that because look where you are right now. This is not the service we can legally offer. This is not the place for you. If you are after sex, that's fine. But you cannot literally ask me that here in a strip club. It's a strip club, not a brothel, a sex join, whatnot. Like this is not the space for it make it make sense and he's just like it's not worth it if i can't fuck you and yeah end of that because that guy was just the biggest knob 
Um, yeah, back to my arse guy. Uh, we had a great time. He was just so wonderful, super appreciative, and freaking the fuck out. He was just loving life. And at the end, he was like, can I have a hug? I'm like, yes, of course. He's vamping me up, he's hyping me up. And I was just so grateful. I, I love clients like that. After that, I head downstairs and what happened next was my favorite thing. Or so I thought. <laughs> I get immediately picked up by a client as soon as I rejoin the floor, like when you come down the stairs. You know, if you keep moving as a dancer, it's magical what that can do for you. Whether it's the illusion of being busy or you're actually busy, that seems to make you more desirable to people instead of just <laughs> sitting around and collecting dust, uh, if you like that imagery as it were. So yeah, I've come downstairs, I'm rushed off my feet by this woman, she approaches me and she's like, should we go for a dance? I reply, absolutely downstairs or upstairs babes she goes upstairs i know what's what it's great up there i'm thrilled we're gonna have a great time like you're already a bit touchy but i'm gonna go with it her appearance was what i would politely put as quite disheveled she was wearing this really thick winter jacket as well and she just seemed a bit out of it. But anyway, we go upstairs, we wait a couple of minutes to take her payment. We're just having a little chit chat. We come to pay and she goes, oh, I haven't got any money. I'm like, what do you mean you haven't got any money? She says, well, I don't have any. I ask, have you got Apple Pay, Google Pay, card, anything? No, I just don't have money. <laughs> I ask, so what did you think was going to happen? Did you think you were going to get a dance for free? I'm a little bit confused because you seem so sure of yourself that we were going to come up here and whatnot. And because I'm the absolute idiot that I am, I just apologize. <laughs> I do not know what's wrong with me sometimes. What an idiot, because she was totally in the wrong. I'm so sorry you can't pay because I would have liked your money, but I guess that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't know what was running through that poor woman's mind. Just wasting my time like that as well gosh I really struggle to pick up on if somebody is drunk or on drugs I think it has something to do with my facial aphasia aka facial blindness I don't often pick up on when people are in an altered state my brain just doesn't compute it in the same way as most other people I guess I think this must have been one of those instances because she must have been absolutely off her tits and I could not recognize that. But yeah, that was almost the end of my night there at that point. Um, not a great night overall. 
but it could have been a lot worse. It wasn't a terrible night. I'm just glad I got that ass guy because that definitely made my night. And um, you know, when when shit's really shit, I like to think back on people like that because it gives me a laugh. And you know, the job isn't all bad all the time. Thank you so much for keeping me company on my drive home this morning. I hope you enjoyed this inaugural episode of the 6am club. Do let me know what you think. You can drop me a message on Instagram at the 6am club pod. My personal Insta is Gemma Rose poll. I don't know if you can submit reviews yet, but this would be great if you can spread the word about the podcast to your people. You can email me with questions or comments as well to the 6am club podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to speaking to you on my next journey home real soon. Goodbye.